Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 54th episode of According to Alan. Uh, today, instead of doing a live podcast as we've done doing all year, we're going to be doing a year in review. This year in review was put together by Kyle Muha, um, who is a new audio engineer with us, and he uh, decided to pick his favorite clips. And I see a list here, and I have to agree, they're pretty awesome. I know you're going to kind of hear about Shannon Rostin shitting her pants. You're going to hear about my experience at the Benjamin Harrison Presidential House. Uh, we're going to go back to J.R. Smith screwing up game one of the NBA Finals, my report card in the fourth grade, and then uh, a summary of the first Dark Lord Day from the person who held it in their apartment. So um, the podcast runs about 40 to 45 minutes, and it is a highlight reel of the year in review, and it's been one we've recorded about 50 podcasts, and it's been incredible to kind of see it all in retrospect like it is today. So um, this will be the last podcast up until 2019. So uh, I thank you for listening all year round. We couldn't do this and we, without uh, you, the audience, and the people that have uh, put in some form of uh, participation, whether that's been inside the studio, whether that's just been saying things outside of it. Um, it's been awesome. So I really appreciate it. So um, here is our year in review in 2018. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. Talk to you soon. I'm sorry. I was like waving at Josh. Yeah, what was that shit joke? Um, oh, it was about how I... <laughs> um, it, it was just a joke I used to do about um, I shit my pants while I was taking the ACT. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Like, that's the story? <laughs> I'm so upset that this is happening. <laughs> that's why I was... Uh, like, for real? Oh, that is awesome. So real. So, like, what kind of shit are we talking about? Like, just worst kind, like, food going on the night before like, that I, just didn't unsettle your stomach? Or it's like... Uh, I had... Uh, it's my junior year. Uh, it was junior year. Uh, we all had one day that we had to take this test. And um, <laughs> I, I had a stomach virus, but I'd never missed a day of school. And so I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to take this test and it's going to be great. And then uh, it was 20 minutes into it. And I had like, I didn't know I had test anxiety at the time, but it turns out <laughs> I had test anxiety at the time. And I, I was like 20 minutes into it. And I like raised my hand. I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. Like we, we were talking about standardized testing earlier. Uh, they don't let you leave that room. No, That's brutal. a room you cannot leave. Brutal. Uh, and so I was like, hey, I got I to gotta go do a thing. And they were like, no, you can't leave. And I was like, bet, I won't. Uh, and then I, I was like, it's going to happen. Like, you know that moment right before you shit your pants? <laughs> yes. And you're like, oh. I do, unfortunately. You're like, this probably isn't going to happen. <laughs> I'm probably not going to shit. And then you're like, oh, no, I, this, is, this is a thing that we're going to deal with. Uh, and so I tried, I tried to then... <laughs> waddle to the door oh, no. and I got like to the door and the bathroom was right across the hall I had maybe four maybe maybe two feet to go uh, and like you know there's a teacher on duty that's like don't leave the room and I honest to god I locked eyes with her and just shit my pants <laughs> it, was, it was like squatting and like oh, crying and just like, locked awesome. eyes with her uh, <laughs> we were both both crying a good deal. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then they were like, you cannot come back in this test room. But I was like such, like a, like, 
A student, like just super kiss ass in high school. And I was like, I have to take my test. Uh, and then I had to like waddle down to the principal's <laughs> office. And he was like, Rostin, why, why did you leave the test room? And I looked my like vice principal in the eye and I was like, I pooped. I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, you gotta leave. And that is how I missed my first day of school ever. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, but I used to tell that story on stage. <laughs> I have no, I could never be like a, just like a cocky person because in the back of my mind, like if I'm getting too confident, you know, I'm like, you shit your pants in high school. <laughs> You're 17. <laughs> and so we're talking like a real explosion. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Like there's no going back Yeah, to no, it, right? like there was, there was some cleanup there. Oh my <laughs> no God. Guys. So like at what point, <laughs> at what point is it going in from like, this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. So at what, at what point. It really made me who I am. <laughs> Oh, at what point do you get to like? You, so it's like okay, turtle head, right? And then does it? Just, are we talking just like like there's just no stopping it? Stomach just like yeah. bubbles, bubble yeah. guts. I think that's like what the, the official like the term. Sky opens. And just oh my god! So did you, like, you did you did you go so much that you like you were done, or did you like only go halfway and then like could have finished off in the bathroom? But just yeah, didn't. well yeah, I eventually kind of like, you know the scene in Bridesmaids. <laughs> Yes. Where she's like shitting in the street. That's yeah. like what happened. And then I kind of like. So you had like tie right before Shuffled ACTs. to uh, a shuffled to the bathroom and, you know. That's horrible. I stayed in there for no joke like a half hour because I was just like, just. what? What do you do? But at least it seems like you got out of it without like the entire room knowing. Or did the whole room know? Oh, no. Too? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the plot thickens. I came back to school. And everyone knew. (laughs) Everyone knew. But honestly, I told people. I've never been like a, like a, a closet shit your pants right. kind no, of person? No, you got to own it at that yeah, point. Yeah, What's yeah. more embarrassing than being like, no, that wasn't me. And then like people find out it was you. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. But just being like, hey, just so we're all clear. I did poop myself. <laughs> and, uh, I still got into Butler, by the way. Nice, nice. <laughs> Butler will take you with a voided ACT. <laughs> did you put that on your app? And how come that wasn't on the cover letter when you sent me your resume? Oh, clearly you didn't read my cover letter. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't do that joke on stage anymore. That was just too high. Keep it in my back pocket for podcasts. Nice, nice. I really want to talk to you. So I was at, uh, um, <laughs> yesterday I was in Indy all weekend and I stopped by, uh, so do you guys know who Benjamin Harrison is? Yeah. From, hang on, <laughs> Patriots? <laughs> Benjamin Harrison. Okay. Josh? He's not on the Josh? Patriots? He's on the Patriots, right? <laughs> Josh knows. What are you yeah. talking about, Alan? He's, uh, he happens to be the 23rd president of the United States. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. surprised I didn't know that. that. I got you. Oh, okay. so. Embarrassing. <laughs> So he is. Uh, he has his house in Indy. He's the only Hoosier president ever. And I went and took is a. It really? no, yeah, I took a tour of his house yesterday. Um, his time was between eighteen ninety or eighteen eighty nine and eighteen ninety three. Was he the president? And uh, <laughs> this is like like in true fashion. This thing was supposed to start off for thirty minutes, and then we were there for two hours. So that shows you, like, of course, the the amount the level of tour. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys. I'll try to give you my takeaways from this. <laughs> um, where would Benjamin Harrison rate as your favorite, <laughs> favorite all-time for the Patriots? <laughs> well, he had a really good season in 2003. 
Had a lot of sex. Oh, no, that was Mike Vrabel. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> potato, potato. So, how's he ranking so all-time 40, favorite presidents? I think 44 presidents. Where does he rank <laughs> in your all-time list? I mean, top wow. top 43 at least. Yeah, yeah. Right? I would think, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> oh, man, you, you caught me at a weird time. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you would have told me to brush up on my... You know, Benjamin Harrison. What's his name? Harrison. Yeah. Benjamin Harrison. It's probably not important. Yeah. Is he known for anything? Like him? Cool. No, well, he's known for being the guy that uh, was the lead guy that Teddy Roosevelt stole from, apparently, to my tour guide. Oh. So apparently, like Teddy Roosevelt's the big guy who's like all yeah. about um, national parks. Yeah. Um, apparently, that started with good old Benji. Benji oh, Harrison. And he stole it from him. Stole it from him. Yeah. Straight guess up. what? You know what's so funny about that? Everybody knows who Teddy Roosevelt is. Everybody knows who <laughs> <Yeah>. Benjamin. <laughs> Poor Benjamin. Man. Yeah. So well, I asked like, his, I feel bad now. I asked the tour guide. I'm like, so it just came down to marketing, huh? Yeah. He's like, yeah, the guy just he nope. couldn't talk. Well, you he just wasn't good at it. Speak softly and carry a big stick. Yep. I believe Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt said that too. <laughs> he did. I did. He That's did. my kid's name is Teddy, my baby. No way. So you, you're Theodore. So if we, if we were talking Teddy Roosevelt's uh, home, you'd have, have the fact city. A, I have a t-shirt. Now a cutoff shirt because I'm classy. <laughs> but it says Teddy Swoosevelt. And it's Teddy Roosevelt. He's got his cutoff shirt on. He's got guns. Awesome. And that's what I wore the day awesome. my kid was born. In the house. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's nice. awesome. So it's yeah. a relic. Yeah. It, yeah. So yeah. Was, do you have your own Teddy Spolzevelt shirt for when your child is born? I do not. Oh, well. I, I'll, maybe I have to wear one of the Brooklyn Bridge or something. Do you guys have there a name? Go. Is it Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Nice. Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We went with that one. Um, what? We could say. I had nothing. I was just filling dead air, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's this entire podcast. That's the entire podcast. <laughs> I know. That's why yeah. I'm good at it. Try it. I see your notebook over there with three freaking words on it. It's like yeah. I got a lot of talking to do in this hour. <laughs> He doesn't have anything prepared. <laughs> well, hopefully it's not like the New York one where it's the three-hour podcast. No, no. Um, but so my takeaways, I, I started off, the guy asked me, where do I, where would I place Benjamin Harrison? Didn't have a ranking for it. Didn't know. Um, turns out, uh, so Rob, speaking of three-hour podcast in New York, he called me right before I was going in there, and he was like, what, are you, what do you got going on today? And I'm like, well, I'm actually going to the Benji Harrison house. And he's like, the guy from the Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> Like his grandpa, isn't he related to the uh, president that died? Had like the shortest term ever. And I'm like, what? Turns out his grandpa was just out of, like he was like one of the at the time the oldest president to ever become president of the United States. I think he was the ninth president. So this guy goes in, um, he, like part of like everyone running against him was like how he, how youthful he wasn't because of course he's old as shit. Right? I think we're talking <laughs> early 60s at this point. Well, out of, like, retrospect for that, he's trying to be like, hey, well, I'm youthful. I'm going to give the longest inauguration speech in the history of the planet. Well, it turns out it was, like, mid-30s, raining. He ended up getting pneumonia and dying 30 days later. No. Because of that just being dumb. Wow. So they were Jesus. right. They he were was right. Too old. Yeah, yeah. This he guy was can't even survive a cold, yeah. cold weather. My, um, my. lead our country. <laughs> My tour guide, Andrew, yesterday uh, was insistent, though, that there might be a little conspiracy behind that, that that could be the marketing side of it because they think that he, he was way better at the names. I think Polk and then another one, I guess there was like three other presidents that were really sick towards the end of their term that died right after they got out of the White House, all because apparently the White House was a swamp and that they thought now history is saying within the last five years that they didn't die of pneumonia. They died of typhoid fever. So, yeah, the plot thickens. Wow. Bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So did that. Um, just a lot of random stuff. Uh, at one point, I was walking into his bedroom, 
and there's a there's a uh, bed there. And I'm just in his I, bedroom. Shocking! <laughs> can you believe it? <laughs> well, can you believe it? No, and then really. so I look over at the bed and I'm like, dude. Uh, so you said he died here, right? He's like, yeah, right in that bed. No. So then it turned into a conversation. Ten thousand Victorian model, right? This was upstairs, so ten thousand square feet. Rooms everywhere. Servants galore. Do you stay in Benjamin that the bed Benjamin Harris died in? Do you stay into that bed for all night? And how much money would it take to get you to do that? Only by candlelight, no cell phones. You have to only read books that are there. <laughs> that are there. <laughs> you can't so take like any entertainment books. Yes, I probably couldn't even read that. It's a different <laughs> English. Ye, what the what the hell's ye mean? So you got to You got candlelight. You got to go in at six p.m. You've got to leave at eight a.m. So you got to stay the entire night. We're we talking Central Standard Time. Central Standard Time. Okay. You get candlelight. No entertainment whatsoever. No TV. No cell phones. Nobody's in there. Yep. You got a candle in your. And thoughts. you got to stay in the bed he died in. You're alone with a candle in your thoughts. That's it. That's it. That's it. Can I drink beer? No beer. <laughs> um. What would I do? How, How much? much? Would, 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 one would, night. One night. I don't know. What would you do? I don't know. Would you do it? I, I mean, yeah, I, I would I mean, do I would, it. I, yeah. There's not a problem. I would. I'm do sure it. it has a price tag, but it, I don't think it's that much. No, this is so. There's no price tag to this. This is a made-up hypothetical that we came up with yesterday. How much? Money? Because how freaky this damn house was. Yeah, I, it oh, probably, well, then it's maybe probably it, different. I wasn't in the house. Yeah, I didn't right? see it's it. easy for me to say here, like, at 50, yeah, no problem. Fifty bucks. Okay, Got so it. the Dillinger Jail. How much would it cost for you to get an air mattress <laughs> and stay the night in one of those cells? The jail uh, part. The jail part. That'd be hard. I, I wouldn't. For me. I wouldn't freak out. I would. I'd be fine. You would be fine. Yeah. By yourself, candlelight. I think so. Same rules. I think so. For what free. Is- so then you say you would just do it for fun. No, I wouldn't do it for fun. You Because know, that would, that would honestly take me $5,000 to do that. Ooh, how much would it take you? Seriously. Because well, I mean, if that's where we're starting the bar, no. then... Uh, no, no, no. That's insane. Yeah, I'm I was never hoping to like 20 bucks. I'd I'm never getting that it. money. Yeah. I'd sponsor it. <laughs> this this potential death sponsored by <laughs> Ryan Schilker. What if all, all right. the what if all the ghosts wrap up soap and socks? <laughs> just beat the hell out of you when you're sleeping, and you don't see them. You I can't think, see them yeah. coming. All you see is socks. <laughs> so quit hitting I, me. I don't think I would be scared. It, the only thing that I would want the money for is because it just sounds like it's a miserable night. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'd be like, it's okay, you have to at least hours. give me five grand because I'm gonna be sitting in this stupid little bed with nothing to do for twelve hours. Oh. Fourteen. Yeah, you I'd, get to sleep, but are you gonna sleep? Yeah, I would just sleep the whole thing. So you re- just stay up like three days prior, and just pass out for a night. That'd yeah, be the move. I would just crash That'd be the move. and wake up with welts from soap and socks. <laughs> Surprise! I slept Sounds like that. Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> yeah, it is, but with ghosts. <laughs> um, the other thing I found out was really interested. Interesting. Forty-one out of the forty-three presidents are all related. I might have heard that. That's an insane stat. There's also more than 43 presidents. Well, 44. I think we're on 45 right now, right? Mm-hmm. So out of the 44, 40, there's only two that were never, that were never not related. No, are kidding. we taking one family? Like they're all related together, or Somewhat, just related to somebody else? So at one point they're distant cousins. Somehow they're they're every president's related to a different president. Yeah, sure, but they're not 44 people related to each other. Well, I think there's some, there's some like immediate. I think there's like two or three instances that they were second. Well, you cousins. got like the Bush family, that's oh, yeah. dad and kid, that's right? Like two. Right. But I'm saying like they're not all related to the Bush family. He's saying somehow or another. 
Somehow or Somehow another. Somehow or another, George Washington is related to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think John uh, Adams was like, the, like Richard Nixon. the bloodline of like 20 different presidents. Jeez. Hmm. He got around. Yeah, he did. Just popping them out. Anything chair, else? Any, any, these chairs uh, are real squeaky. I got to try not to move, man. No, they don't sound that bad on the mic, they surprisingly. Don't? No. Right, then edit out what I just said. <laughs> nobody else hears it but me. Any other president oh, you stuff you guys want to know? President stuff? Uh, no. Oof. I'm this locked all in seems right like now. super useless stuff that we're going to forget tomorrow. No, it is, but it's cool. Yeah. That's what the podcast isn't this, is for, Isn't bro. this podcast useless? It is. Go back it and is. listen to it. Yeah. Somebody's driving right now. No one's saying, listening to it anyway. Holy shit. I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Benjamin Harrison. I thought for sure he played for the Patriots. <laughs> How many rings does that guy have? Oh, it's a president, idiot. Surprised you know that guy driving on I-90 right now. But other than that, I've watched a ton of basketball. Yeah. So I've been watching every game. But before we go into that, though, is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, no. No, I'm good. No. By the way, I saw a picture on Facebook of you today. Uh, of like whenever you were in your band. You oh yeah! Look Did you hilarious. see that? Did you see that? What What age are you in that? Uh, that was ten years ago. Wow! So you were seventeen. Mm, Eighteen. Uh, you know what? It might have been a little more. I. Yeah, I would you, say somewhere between 15 and 17. You look like a young pup. Oh, yeah. So funny. A little youngin', man. Oh, my God. So if you haven't seen that, check that out on his it's on, uh, it's Facebook page. It's on my Facebook page. page. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I've been watching a lot of – anything else you want to go with? Uh, no. How are you doing now, Josh? You came in the podcast feeling really good. <laughs> I still feel good, Okay, man. you still feel good. It's still good. a good day. Okay, okay, okay. So it hasn't – this isn't, like, taking no, you into a down spot. It takes, a, it takes a, long, a lot more than that, buddy, to get me okay. down. Good. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, uh, trying to think of anything else to add. Uh, the the basketball stuff's been awesome. My favorite play basketball wise ever happened in game one when J.R. Smith's batteries on his controller died. <laughs> and the worst time of the game. So funny. I'm watching that and it's like, okay, you know, you're sitting there. It's like game one. It's the, probably the biggest game of the year for sure for both teams. Oh, yeah. And to have that large of a brain fart is the greatest thing ever. And it couldn't happen to a guy who just doesn't give enough of a shit either. It's the best. J.R. Smith, like, has made a career out of not getting, like, being aloof. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. That guy's an idiot. Such an idiot. Um, well, that, I guess I can't say much because he's an NBA player and I'm not. But and he's probably way more talented in basketball than we would ever dream of being. Right. But when it's a tie ba- basketball game with like five seconds left and you just go full on dead batteries in the controller mode <laughs> and you just break the game at the worst time ever, it's like, dude, that's just that sucks. Dude, LeBron's face. Oh, lighten him up. Oh my god. You know what? You know what's really strange. What's that? That was the first game I can recall since LeBron left for Miami that I actually was rooting for him. That game? That game. Okay. I wanted him I wanted to see him take that game. Well, 51 points is no joke. Yeah, and he played he played he played for like the first time, he played he played the right way. Yeah. He was playing hard. He was playing aggressive. He was making the right play, basketball plays. He's, he's a star. I mean, you can't you can't say he's not. He's unbelievable, yeah. man. He's unbelievable. He's just the worst. He's <laughs> unbelievable. He's just a terrible human being. God, I don't want to call him a terrible human being. I, I just because uh, he's he seems to do a lot of great charity stuff. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm a dick. I'll fall short of the worst human being ever thing. Yeah, but just a, a wuss. Yeah, you know, just the crybaby stuff that goes on and. Um, 
it's, it seems to never be his fault. And I maybe I gave him too much credit when it comes to controlling the media storyline, but it just drives me insane that like when the team doesn't do well, it's because he doesn't have a good cast around him. Uh, but when he does do well, it's because it's him. Yeah, it drives me insane. Yeah, you know, it's like it's it's neither of those. It's a both. It's combined. Right. Even even on a game where you score fifty one points, you still had need someone else to score like fifty five more. Yeah, because that was a hundred point game. Yeah, you know. So. I mean, yeah. Granted, you did get half the points, and there's four other people on the court. I really wanted to kind of. I, I told you I had a surprise for you. I'm in. Before we got on here. Uh, and I have no idea what it is. You have no Just idea so what it is. everybody knows. And so I thought this would be a fun thing to talk about on air. Okay. Um, my parents are moving. Yes. They sold their house. Or they're not even sold it. They put it on the market. Okay. Well, good luck. Inside, thank you. Inside of that, they found my fo- a fourth grade report card of mine. Fourth grade report card. And okay. it's dated in uh, 1-24-1992. Okay. I was two years old. Okay, so first of all, before we even get here, I want to publicly say Miss Spicer was an asshole. Okay, so we had some we had some problems. I was at Harding Elementary in Hammond. <laughs> I did not get along with her. I thought she was an asshole, total asshole. Well, might still be. Who knows? So uh, this proves why I thought she was an asshole. Okay, so this gets pretty incredible. I will say my highest grade on this report card is a B, and that was in math and spelling. Which is crazy. I would get a math, a, a B in math. Oh, I was like, I thought you were saying like that was linked together. You had a math and spelling class. I think what's really fun about this is seeing what this woman said about me. Okay. This so there's there's, co- there's comments on here. Oh yeah, yeah. I got comments there. Oh, here we go. And and to and to kind what's of what's her name? Miss Spalding? Miss Spicer. Oh, Mrs. whatever. Spicer. Let's go, Spicer. She was old as shit say. then. She's probably dead now. So she literally, like, if you can look into the future, okay. Everything I got in trouble for is working in my favor today. Oh, here we go. So this is great. Okay, okay. So in reading, right? I kind of have a similar story too that we can get into. Okay. In reading, I got a D. In (laughs) okay, all right. In effort, I got a D. So it's grade and effort, right? Okay, yeah. So she puts like, there's like, there's like a couple circles and check boxes. And mm-hmm. if you check, it means that you've got, you, you got satisfactory progress. Okay. If you yep. get a circle, you, improvement is needed. Right. Okay. So in comprehension, improvement needed. Right. And then independent reading, improvement needed. You so were I was just sucking child, it off man. on that one. Yep. Yeah. And so my study skills, vocabulary, word attack skills, and oral reading, all checks. They're, they're good. First of all, for the record, I did not get one plus on this entire report card. Mm. So here's what her notes were. Alan's inattentiveness has hampered his learning. His lack of concentration makes things hard to understand. <laughs> okay. So uh, Mrs. Spicer won me zero at this point. Right, right. Yeah, my, I'm sure my parents were great yeah. about this. English, C minus. Right. <laughs> So I got to see, which is hilarious that I become an English major, right? Right, right. So C minus C, written expression needs improvement. Spelling, C plus, right? I got a B in effort, though. She saw I I was trying, at least. I've never passed spelling. (laughs) No, no. That is a fact. Handwriting, C. Okay. Uh, My manuscript is just like, she's just like, don't even try. 
For some reason, mathematics all good across the board, which is crazy, and her notes really don't make much sense. It's we covered regrouping and subtraction, multiplication, and division skills. You know what regrouping is? I don't even know what that means. No. Okay. Regrouping. Get, so we'll, get it together, Alan. I'll skip to the le- so the three that are easy, right? Yep. Music, C. <laughs> Got a C in music somehow. My efforts a C and my conduct's a C. <laughs> so I just suck at music, apparently. Oh, man. Art. I got a B. Okay, I can see that. Conduct D. Oh, man. <laughs> Lighting you up in the art class. What's happening? I don't know, dude. And somehow in phys ed, I got a B. How does that even make sense? So, but I these played are sports not... my entire life. So my you, conduct was a C. You had to have a different gym teacher, right? She wasn't your gym, gym teacher, too. I don't know, dude. Apparently, I'm a dick. So this is where it gets really intense. I'll save the best for last. Okay. Social studies, D. So you're you're noticing you're noticing a trend here. My GPA right now on this report card is luckily like maybe a 2.0. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Alan does not use his time well. He needs to improve his listening skills. Did you just have like a ton of friends? Are you just like just hanging out with your buddies all day? I must have just been just dicking around, dude. Yeah. Dicking around. Uh, My participation needs improvement. My basic understandings needs improvement. And my skill development needs improvement. All right. Just got destroyed on that in social studies. Because God forbid it's actually the teacher. Right? No, yeah. It's God forbid that person's not the asshole here. I'm interested to see all of like every other person's report cards too is she just lighten up like every kid well you know it's funny if you would have asked me what did i think about mrs spicer before this yeah i would have been i would i would have i wouldn't have been an asshole i can only really say asshole just because i've got the report card in front of me mm. but i would have just said yeah she was kind of shitty that's what i would have started off with like i didn't have fun no like wasn't right? great but maybe not awful now now you're just a dick spicer okay so work study habits c minus Okay. Right. Um, So it's not getting any better. No. I need to listen more attentively. I need to use my time more wisely. This is a common theme. Yep. I need to do a better job at working independently. So I guess... You're just just, just chilling. You're just bullshitting with friends. This is what makes no sense, though. Working well with others, I need improvement on, too. So I don't do well independently, and I don't do well with others. You're just fucked, So, Ms. Spicer, what the fuck are you talking about? Which one is it? Am I a team guy? Am I not a team guy? Which one is it? So we've got a caller on the line, Miss Spicer's caller. <laughs> that would be great. From from the uh, the beyond the grave, I'm sure she was probably oh, no. 85 when I took her class. At least Jesus. that's how she felt. Uh, assuming responsibility, need improvement. So apparently, my responsibility sucks. Ugh. And uh, I got a z- I got a zero on following directions. Uh, Out of ten, yeah. Mm. So, uh, Alan has done much better in bringing in work. So, that's good. That's, that's good. At least positive. you're getting some shit done. That's cool. A result of his using his assignment notebook. So, she was a stickler on the assignment notebook. Yeah. Yeah. I had teachers like that, too. You have to write down everything. Which is not bad practice. No. No. It's no. great. I mean, I mean, everybody needs a notebook, Everybody, right? Yeah. Everybody needs to keep their shit together. So, this is, this is my favorite subject. Conduct. Conduct. Conduct's got its own, right? It's its own category. I got a D in conduct and a D in effort. <laughs> right? Just not giving a shit. Following classroom rules, zero. No rules. I was just a wild child, apparently, <laughs> dude. 
My favorite part though is is the is the comment. Okay. The comment on this one. So according to Mrs. Spicer, uh, in January of 1992, Alan's desk has been removed from the group because of his constant talking. <laughs> Did she put you the hallway? Yeah. I must have been just like summoned <laughs> to some fucking corner. Alan's been banished from from class. Yeah. Because of my constant talking. Well, Mrs. Spicer, guess who hosts a fucking podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lord knows I was getting punished for what I'd be doing professionally. Right. Fucking 26 years later. She has no idea. What an asshole. No idea. That's so funny. Yeah. So that's my report card from fourth grade. So I was going to talk to you, Joe. I know we're, before we dive into this list. So you have, from a beer side of things, for sure. I mean, you have your roots really heavily into the uh, early on influence of the of this industry. Oh, absolutely. I've been a beer guy since a teenager. I lived in Germany uh, in my late teens and early 20s in the Air Force. And it was all beer all the time. And... Uh, come back here by the mid 90s used to go to uh, the u.s beer company in lincoln park and they had about 100 beer bottles different beer bottles and we would write down little notes about it and uh early online message boards for beer that came out bulletin boards and stuff you start to trade with people so we were trading beers all you could get was goose island that was really the only beer you could really get that was local and then uh nick started three floyds i was there six, seven months after they first started brewing at the Hammond location and got to know them real well. Which is crazy because that's the, I mean, not to compare us to Three Floyds, but that, I mean, from a growth side of things as a business guy, that's the exact same moment we're at right now with us. Right. Which is crazy. To, actually, that's early. Oh, yeah. Very I, early. I'm, I'm hoping for us, but I mean, that's early oh, yeah. on, right? Right. That's crazy. And then, then when they moved over to the Munster location and got to know everybody there, and it was, it was a small family there. Every Saturday, you'd go there, drink some beers, whatever they were brewing was brand new, everything was new. Um, I used to sit, they had an office complex there. It was an old office building. Where the bar is now, there were cubicles. And I remember sitting there with Nick and his dad and saying, uh, what are you, you going to do with this place? And we're like, well, this is going to be the kitchen. This is going to be the bar. And I was like, come on. No one's really ever going to come back here in this weird little area to drink beer. No matter how good your beer is, no one's ever going to come back I here. I love it. Yeah. So don't take any business advice from me. <laughs> That's awesome. And so you see it there, and you told a great story off the air about your relationship with them in particular and how seeing them grow, and I guess we see them today as like the college campus coming and Dark Lord Day is a massive thing. But what was it more like in that time period? In that time, I can remember the first batch of Dark Lord. It was $15 for a growler, and we took a bunch of growlers home and had some local beer people come over, and then the following weekend... We had some beer people travel from Michigan, and um, a couple of people from Illinois came. And that beer, we gave them the growlers. And the growlers kind of made their way across the United States really quickly. And by the next batch they made the next year, there was a few hundred people there at the brewery. And that's really probably the quote-unquote first Dark Lord Day. And it was around the ratebeer.com people. They had a summer gathering, so they had it in Chicago, but... There was only a couple breweries, really, to go to. You can go to Goose Island. You can go to uh, the one at the train station. Flossmore. Yeah, home with Flossmore. And Three Floyds. That was about it. Crazy. Because it's funny you say that because nowadays, 
um, especially after we've been doing the brewery tour every weekend. Right. You know? Um, it was like around the de- Dark Lord Day this year. It was like Byway was doing something special. Windmill was doing something special. It was like every brewery in like within ten miles right. was doing something special. But at that time, there was a, what a tenth of the amount of breweries as there is now. Oh, absolutely. And I remember maybe the third official Dark Lord Day. I was in charge of checking people's driver's licenses. Before Did you have they, to put the band on before they got their beer? No, this was way before. This oh. was just stand in line in front of the garage. The band's playing right behind me. Let me see your ID. Get your money ready. There they are right there. And I remember having to tell people um, they're out of beer. And there was still, you know, three, four hundred people in line. No way. Yeah. No way. And that's how it went for the first few years. It was chaos. So from an outsider, it looks like they've always done like a created... Um, if it's supply and demand, right? They've always almost seemed to like almost Absolutely. always have a low supply. Absolutely. And is that by design or is that just by manifest destiny and that's just the way it all kind of worked because they couldn't keep up with like the demand? In the early days, you couldn't. I remember when Cenotaph became zombie dust and then they bottled it and you would have to be there the day they released it at the brewery because it'd be gone. This was, they, I don't even think they were, I don't know, but I don't think they were making enough to really ship out to distributors the first few batches, you just went to the brewery. There'd be a line when they opened to buy the stuff. Zombie Dust was one of those ones that was a hit from day one. It was just gone. You couldn't get it. Wow. It's still, I almost now, when I see it, it's everywhere now, but I still am in the habit of, oh my gosh, Zombie Dust, and you still grab it. Me too. You still grab it. Me too. You still grab it because it's like, it's so used to not being able to find it. It's so funny to say it. Thursday, we were at Tavern on Main. We went there for lunch. And I'm looking, I look at the 18th Street, and I think it was like, uh, what was up there? Dozer. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take a dozer. And then uh, the guy I was with was like, uh, I think it was Matt. And he was like, I'll take the, uh, what three, I'll, you got the, what three floats do you have on? They're like, uh, I got the zombie dust. I'm like, well, I'm taking that. Right. Without even thinking about how like available it's right. been. But to see it on tip is just rare. Right. Yeah.